This is the Surviving Loving and Addict podcast. The views expressed in this podcast must not be interpreted as personalized medical advice. Those experiencing addiction and those with loved ones experiencing addiction are urged to seek medical attention and professional counseling from providers experienced in addiction therapies and treatments. I just can't stop Okay, welcome back. It's time. It's been a long time. Finally again, right? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Apologies for the, uh, the delay in episodes. If anybody's been waiting for one. We're just grateful to be back again. Uh, put some more information out there. I'm Dave Millward. Oh, yeah. I'm Karsten Millward. And this is the Surviving Loving an Addict podcast. Uh... And yeah. Maybe yeah. we gotta start that over again. No, this is good. This is fine. It's been a long time, so it has been. I hate to get rusty at this stuff. Yeah. Okay. So without further ado, we're gonna get going. We only have a yeah. little bit of time, and we wanted to get an episode out. It's surprising. It's a lot of work to do this. It's yeah. not easy to do a podcast. And there's like a lot of odds and ends to it. So sometimes it's uh, it's discouraging. But we recently got a, a message on. Um, on social media we have a page on Facebook um, and somebody found us on there and sent, sent a message with some gratitude in it and they, they made my day and my day and your day yeah. and, uh, and there was a, a request for a topic and man, when we have that kind of motivation and encouragement it's really easy to sit down and do a do a discussion so yeah yeah um, no I'm really excited about it you know um, we had somebody reach out to us and and one of their questions was, is how does a kid, and, and I guess we're going to define kid here, but how does a kid protect themselves from a parent that's suffering from addiction? All right, so what are we going to, how are we going to define kid there, Karsten? We don't think that we can, uh, that we can tell a, an 8-year-old or a 5-year-old or a 10 or 12-year-old how to protect themselves from somebody. So we want to aim a little bit higher we don't think that our audience is that young, obviously, and so. Um, right. But if you, but if you're a role I mean, model to a child, who's right. got a parent going through addiction, um, we'll try to get some talk about some, that a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, but really, we're gonna focus at somebody who's 15, 18, like a teenager, an older, a, well, a young yeah, adult. We or, can um, even go preteen to to young adult. Sure. Right? Yeah. And, and let me just clarify something real quick. Obviously, if we were talking about eight years old, young kids. Then we'd be talking to a parent about what their responsibility is as far as their parental role in protecting a child. Mm-hmm. But what we really want to talk about is those that that group of um, pre preteen or teenagers that are really struggling because they have a parent that's an addict, and how are they going to find the acceptance and and those kinds of things? without getting embroiled in addiction. That's, I think that's where we want to go. But not only get embroiled in, in addiction, but you know, help them to maintain behaviors that are right and appropriate when they're trying to, um, when they have a, a loved one or a parent that's, that their uh, behaviors are apparent. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I think that'd be fair to say, right? Yeah, so I have a question. 
the, the first thing. So, so we sure. talk a lot about boundaries. Mm-hmm. How do boundaries differ? So we talk uh, surviving loving an addict, right? So if I'm a love, if I love an addict, maybe I'm the spouse. Like, if I transition now instead of that relationship, I drop down to I am their child or right. their kid. Right. Uh, they are my parent. How do the boundaries change? Right. Are there a different? Is there a different kind of boundaries that? Uh, so, so if we go back to boundaries, somebody, real yeah. quick, just starting there real fast, right? So, if we are taught good boundaries in our in our youth, in our adolescence, in our teenage years, boundaries boundaries are a wonderful thing because it's not something we wait until we're adults or or older, you know, to get boundaries. Boundaries are actually um, how we deal with the world and how we protect ourselves from things that could hurt us. They could hurt us physically, could hurt us emotionally, they could hurt us in so many different ways. So boundaries are really things that hopefully in a healthy family relationship we're learning all along the way. Well, in these situations, one of the things that happens in in addicted family behaviors is there aren't any very good boundaries. And so it's coming back and learning how to have good boundaries. But keeping in mind that boundaries are the things that protect us that keep us from being hurt, right? And so... Yeah, that gives me more questions. Yeah, well, so what do I do? I'm a teenager. I've got a parent that I absolutely adore, and I want to be close to them, and I want to have their acceptance, because that's one of the things, especially, let's say, uh, a son and dad relationship. I want to be accepted by my dad. I want him to approve of what I'm doing. I want him to love me and care about me. And I might be trying really hard to get acceptance from somebody who is incapable of accepting me, right? And incapable because of a chemical imbalance, a chemical disturbance, or drugs and alcohol, where drugs and alcohol make it so that we can't have appropriate emotional responses. Anyway. Sometimes I get long in the tooth there. Nope. So we're, we're not going to do a lot of editing editing on this podcast. Yep. Um, it's a lot of post-production. It has been. So to be able to do more episodes, we're just going to leave out. these little dialogues in there. Okay. Yeah. So you can you can be in the room with us, dear yeah. listener. Um, all right. Incapability of... Say that again. When I'm searching for so I'm acceptance. searching for acceptance from somebody that's incapable of being able to give me the acceptance that I want. It's it's not. I mean, is that the is that absolute, is that the case? If I'm an 18 year old and I'm doing everything I can to win my father's approval, my father's going through addiction. Um, is there something? Are is my father likely? Just not in the mind space or the head space, yes. or or are they? Is there some sort of mental block, um, or is it a priority thing? Is it that I'm not? I mean, because the I think the the temptation is to think that whatever I'm doing, I could do it a little bit better, and then I could win that appreciation of that acceptance, right? Right, right. So here's a problem: if I'm trying to win the acceptance of of a parent that's got an addiction problem. 
thing I don't understand is that what takes priority in their life is their addiction. It's, it's how they get their pleasure reward. It's how they deal with stress. It's how they do everything. And it is a compulsive need to continue to use a chemical that by the nature of the chemical, it's making it so that they can't feel natural emotional responses. So when, when you know, somebody that is not inhibited by drugs or alcohol has an interaction with another person and, and you know, a good healthy person, we feel the emotion of another person. We're able to take it in and we're able to reflect it back and we can build on it and grow on it. But a person that's really struggling in an addiction, my first priority and the thing that occupies my mind most of all is being okay, being well, being not sick and not being in withdrawal state. And, you know, I battle this a lot with a lot of my clients that use, that think that, they're, that they are present and aware of everything going on. They, they claim that they're the best parents and they take care of their kids. And I'll talk to the children. And one of the biggest complaints from the children is, is that they're, they might be physically there, but they're emotionally distracted or distant. So you might have, you know, a dad that's providing a roof over your head and, and putting meals on the table because let's say that, that they're a functioning addict, right? But they're mo emotionally unavailable. So one of the things that, that you know, as, as a, a loved one with a child that's trying to get that uh, attention and trying to get that acceptance from my, from my parent, one of the things I have to do is I have to reassure them how good they are. I've got to reassure them how worthy they are. I have to reassure them all the things that they're trying to get from the other parent. I've got to be reassuring them that they are lovable and, and that they are good. And then I've got to be honest with them about what's really going on. I'm not going to throw the other person under the bus. I'm not going to tell them how rotten and miserable and horrible they are because Here's what's going to happen with your teenagers. Your teenagers are going to come to their own conclusion on the emotional availability or on whether their, their parent is a good person or not person. They're going to come to that on their own. I don't have to throw this other person under the bus. But at the same time, I don't have to lie about aberrant behavior that might be going on. I don't have to tell my children or my, my teenager that it's okay to hang in there. I can commiserate with them and let them know that it is hard trying to get what they're trying to get. Okay. I have a lot of questions. For okay. That. I love it. I love it when you get that look on your face like, what in the world? Now, oh, there's another question. I love it. So what do you got? So one of them I think we're going to have to come back. We're going to have to do another full episode on this. Okay. Because mm -hmm. uh, we, we created an assumption that we talked about boundaries for a second. That oh, we created yes. an assumption that, like, well, if you're learning boundaries, hopefully you're learning boundaries. Put the um, <clears throat> so so the problem is if I don't learn boundaries, mm -hmm. where can I learn boundaries if I'm not learning them in the home? So, so speaking to youth, right? Yeah. Um, where where can I learn boundaries, and how do I do that? Because it's a big deal, um, especially 
if there's addiction as a problem. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, I think that we should we should table that and we should uh, bring that right. up in okay. another episode because that's it. That'll be deep. We don't yeah. have time for that on this one. But here's the here's the real question: Does my parent going through addiction? the one whose attention I'm trying to, to win and their acceptance I'm trying to get and the approval, um, but their mind is stuck in the circle of addiction mm-hmm. and the, the world of addiction. Do they love me? Yeah, you know, that's a really interesting thing because loving somebody and not being able to express the love, not being able to demonstrate the love, not being able to share the love is huge. Because I'll say with all of my clients, I think that there are, aren't any of them that don't absolutely love and adore their children or their, their families. The problem is the disconnect. The disconnect of what I feel, that love I feel in my heart. The disconnect and not being able to express it, not being able to demonstrate it, not being able to share it with this other person because I have a roadblock, something in the way that is, that is sidetracking that ability to connect. You know, the hard thing too, when I think about this, is I, I think about, you know, we, we talk about marrying, you know, you marry your mom or you marry your dad or whatever. Most of that in an addictive world and the, well, you marry your mom, you marry your dad. Well, yeah, that's 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 one of the things that we talk about, you know, is is uh, boys marry a woman that's just like their their mother, you oh. know. And, oh, okay. And women marry men that are just like their dad. Well, you know, and, and that's not a bad thing, but sometimes what happens is is that in unhealthy relationships, you try to fix in another person something that you couldn't fix in your dad. So one of the scary things about you know, being a, a teenager or growing up in, in one of these relationships with an addicted parent is, is that now I'm going to find somebody who's broken like my dad is and I'm going to marry them because I'm going to fix them when I couldn't fix my father. And and it just perpetuates problems. Sounds like that's going to be a whole other topic to talk about too. But... You know, when we talk about how can kids protect themselves, well, one of the things to do to protect yourself is is to be very aware of what you're dealing with. Understand that that this person isn't necessarily a monster. However, they may act like a monster. But you're not going to get the affirmation, the love, the acceptance that you might be hungering for and thirsting for in this person because they're just not capable of giving it to you. The biggest, it sounds like the biggest key realization for someone of that is um, it's not because of you. Right. And it's not... and, And if you base any of your worth... Mm-hmm. on your ability to earn acceptance from somebody who can't give it it's going to be a very like a, right. an even tougher road than it would already be right and you you know thank you very much because you're absolutely right this isn't my fault this isn't my fault it's not because 
it's not my fault. It's not that I stayed up too late. It's not that I didn't work hard enough. It's not that, you know, any of a myriad of things that, that somebody might think that they didn't do well enough to get the love, respect, admiration, appreciation, acceptance from a parent. It wasn't them. It wasn't about them. So what can you do? You know, let's say that you're the other spouse or you're the other person here. And it becomes incredibly important to be able to help your child feel those feelings of acceptance, those feelings of, of uh, being good, and, and help them understand, well, back here, it, it's not their fault. And, you know, one of the great things, too, is to help somebody hold out hope that there will come a day, or maybe there will come a day, when all this will be resolved. You know, um, I see people get into recovery all the time, and I see relationships blossom and bloom and get restored. But, uh, but the protecting your child or, your, or a kid protecting themselves is, is a process of awareness, and it's a process of having another person or other people that they can turn to for help and support and love and acceptance. So I think that most of the protection that we've been talking about is obviously emotional. Right. I mean, and because that's probably the, the most devastating piece. Yeah. I mean, so let's continue focusing on that, like protect, yeah. protecting oneself emotionally but then so that that raises another question in my mind um, does a an 18 year old or 17 year old kid have the onus I mean we talk about maybe it's 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 an act of controlling expectations mm -hmm. right but what is their what is the reality or how realistic is it or is it even a good idea to ask that person to control their emotions, right? Because it's going to be devastating to, to anyone. Like if you're trying, somebody that you love and adore, you can't earn their acceptance. You can't find a way to do it. There's no way to do it. That's devastating. Is it, is it better to, from the start, realize this is going to be a huge issue? And is it, is it okay to say, it's okay to try and lock your heart a little bit or to set a boundary on your heart and just, control that emotion and try not to take offense is that well you know helping them understand um and set and a great word expectations to not try to set expectations that are too high and for that relationship mm. you know to be able to say look let's say for example a mother talking to her son and saying look you know what i know that your father loves you and I know that you need his acceptance and I know that you need these things. However, you know, you might not be able to expect that that's going to happen right away. You know, or helping them understand that it might be unrealistic in the present medical condition and emotional state to be able to give you the things that you really need. Now, that's not your fault. You don't have anything to do with, you know, you didn't break them and you can't fix them. But be aware that this might be a difficult thing for you. 
And in the meantime, I'm here for you. I love you and I care about you. I know it's not the same, but I'm here for you so that you know that you're capable, that you're lovable, that you are a good person. And then you know that kind of encouragement so that, I mean, ultimately they're going to go through this. This It's going to be a rough time for them as they're, as they're coming to grips with the nature of the relationship. I was saying one minute. <laughs> not, not one second I'm going to say something, but I just derailed you. Sorry about that. No, it's all right. I don't know. You know, it's such a tough question, and, and I don't know if we've given it adequate attention as we've been talking about it, and I know it's really difficult, and I know how... You know, your parents' heart aches as you worry about your kids as they're going to experience difficulties in their life. You know, one thing we know is, is that uh, the challenges will come. And, you know, as we, as we demonstrate love to our children, as we are kind to the person that, that you know, maybe is the addict, we don't throw them under the bus, those kinds of things that uh, all this eventually is something that they can grow through. This is gonna, it can turn out for, their, for good. Yeah. But should we just leave it at that for right now? Let's do that. Um, thanks for listening. I will say, uh, so this discussion was prompted by a question on Facebook. I got a message on Facebook Messenger. We have a page that I forgot to set up a long time ago. Surviving mm-hmm. Loving an Addict podcast. You can search it on Facebook, you can find us, and if you send us a message, if you have a question for us, that's it, actually helpful. Gives us stuff to talk about. We try to get it out to you as quick as we can. We just uh, appreciate it. Yep. So, thanks for listening, and uh, hope to see you soon. And this is Dave Millward. Karsten Millward. Have a good evening.